Welcome back, I'm Kim Bailey, she's Brianna Osborne. This is Inside Exec. We're up to session three of our workplace series. And today we're going to talk about being proud and passionate about your work or your organisation or your ideas, in fact, and how you communicate those, not just inside the organisation, but outside the organisation and how you overcome the predominantly negative viewpoint that many people have about workplace and about being excited about work and about hearing people say, I love my work. That is not something that I see encouraged, shall we say, to the point where if I get good service somewhere, if I see that someone's enjoying their job, I will actually comment on it. I will actually say to them, you obviously love this job. It's so good to see someone enjoying what they're doing. And the reaction that you get to that alone is quite amazing. To have young people particularly feel that they've been noticed and that someone has noticed not just them but the way that they're working and what they're doing. I like the feeling that I get when I see their reaction and I'm sure they enjoy the feeling they get because I have taken the time to tell them that they're doing a good job or that they are obviously loving what they're doing. And that's showing in, in how they're working or how they're providing their, their service, whatever it is. It's interesting that I can't think of a time where I've seen someone over 35, 40, that I've felt like saying that to, which is sad. But I think what I have seen more often is that people start to talk about work and they'll start to say, oh, you know, oh, I've been doing this, I've been doing that. And then they realise that they're in this situation where everyone else complains about working and so they'll say, oh, yeah, but it's, there's this happening or that happening. And the focus then becomes things that are not happening or the things that are not working rather than their initial excitement or passion about what they're doing. The, the other part of this topic is about ideas. And so the previous session, session two, we talked about creating a safe work environment. Part of that is about people coming to you with ideas and being heard, knowing that, that it's a safe environment and for them to say I've got this idea or, or putting it up on the idea whiteboard that says next meeting we want to talk about this so I think that all of that being proud of your workplace being passionate about the workplace and being confident about expressing new ideas and things that we would like to cover in this particular episode. I like that point you made particularly about when somebody is whether they've been there two minutes or 20 years and they talk about they are passionate about their work and talking about it. Don't jump to the thinking, which is, oh, nothing can be that good. Nothing can be that perfect. That is a passion killer. And you don't know. So don't say it just because the majority normally talk about the negatives. Now, with being in an organisation for a long time, I think recently we've seen the frontline health people talk about that. They've been there and you'll, you'll hear them over this sad COVID thing is that they're talking about, they're there, they're challenged by sickness, they're challenged by overwork, they're challenged by lack of resources, yet they constantly communicate one thing, their passion for their job and dedication has not in any way Wind. So if anything, it's what drives them to go and face a job like that. Now, that for us, we respect that because, oh, I can never do a job like that. It takes a very special person. Well, in fact, it takes a very special person to do any job at different scale, different feelings and that. But 
if you're passionate about your job, because, well, firstly, one could say, so why are you still there if you hate it so much? And the answer is, oh, I need the money. That's just not good enough. If that's the case, then accept it and be quiet about it. But what have you contributed to continue the passion? What attracted you to this sort of work in the first place? What has changed that made it even more um, exciting and you more passionate about it? For some people, the fact that it has much more challenges and from day one, I had a challenge and that challenge may have been conquered or still there. Now I've got new challenges. That makes it more exciting because if you, everything is ticking over and that you might get bored. So different things stimulate different people and don't be afraid to talk about it and be excited about it. Don't worry about the non-believers that might knock you, say it. For example, on LinkedIn, we often see these things pop up, say, congratulate Mary and Tom for being five years in such and such an organisation. And people do say congratulations and make some nice comments. You too can also, and some do, come up and say, yes, I can't believe I've been here that long and say something that makes you still feel passionate about and truthful. It's just going to be genuine, you know, not say it just to, you know, for whatever reason, but to say. And I think that can be really motivating for other people, not just about the organisation, but about commitment to something they really like. So if you're working whichever field you're in, if you're still passionate about it after whatever many years, just you can articulate that in, even in part of it. You can't do the whole thing. It will help other people. It will help them think about, oh, I see what he means or what she means. And now I, oh, yeah, actually, I love my job. <laughs> even though a minute ago I thought I hated it, I now look at the other things. So it's inspiring for other people. It is making people think differently. And it's also helping people thinking about whatever field you're in to see that from someone who's been there for a while. I think, too, if we go back to the other two sessions, we talked a little bit about being congruous. And so if you know in yourself what makes you happy. And let's take the word passionate out of it because I think that when we hear passionate about their job, that must mean that they are driven to do things beyond the ordinary. It doesn't mean that at all. It means that, that in this sense, what we're talking about is people enjoy their work, enjoy what work, the result of the work that they do. So whilst the healthcare workers, and, that, and that's probably a fairly one fairly close to my heart because last week I had my vaccination and I went to one of the super clinics and I waited two hours in the queue even though I had a book time but that was the I was in the, the two-hour queue for that that particular book time and none of that is in any way important what came to the mind was that when I got to the point where the poor little nurse was to give me the injection what can she be happy about at the end of the day what can she can't be passionate about having to go into a centre where she's just going to have a percentage of 8,000 people go past her desk every day and put a, ask them questions off a computer screen and put a needle in their arm. Now, what, what she can be happy or passionate about is the fact that that percentage of 8,000 people on that day have been vaccinated. It's focusing mm. on what part of your job is the thing that makes you feel most proud. And I guess I would prefer to see that you are proud about your work it's not the work, it's not the activity, it's the result. Let's be proud of what we achieve, not what we do. 
on a day-to-day -day basis. Like on a day-to-day -day basis, I'm not proud of the fact that I have to sit here in front of a computer screen and talk to Pugana. What <laughs> I'm proud about is that at the end of this activity, there will be something that we can put out into the airwaves that is bringing benefit to other people. And so it's the result that I'm looking at. It's not the doing, it's the result. And that's what we are both passionate about, is being able to help as many people as we can with the benefit of our experience in these areas. And so that's what drives us. That's what we would like to talk about. It doesn't mean that we're gung-ho and we go out everywhere we go and say, we do this podcast for all these people. It's mm. not about that. The congruity for me is knowing that my why is to help people be better and this is part of, of doing that and so that makes me feel good. So I can be, in inverted commas, passionate about that because mm. it provides a result that I am proud of that I am happy to talk about when people ask about it. But I don't talk about it in terms of, oh, we do this podcast and it's mm. every week and the, yeah. uh, nearly 250 episodes now. It's about mm. we do a podcast that people can listen to wherever they, they are that is all sorts of management topics based on our, experience, our combined experience. And that's enough for me to, to feel good about it. It's enough for people to know about it and think, well, that's interesting. They don't have to be passionate about it either. But they think, well, that's interesting. I'll go and have a listen to it. That's all that it needs for me to feel happy. And in terms of ideas, you know, if we just look at this as a, as a very small workplace, ideas-wise, we both have ideas. We both send one another ideas. And sometimes the terrier at the other end of this conversation will pick up an idea and not let it go, regardless of how many times I say no. Yes. Yes, <laughs> yes. And she's very happy and proud of the fact that she does that. It's yeah, part I, of her skill set. <laughs> I, I confirm. I confirm. I'll give you another example about someone proud and passionate about their work. I had a built-in wardrobe just recently done. The people that fitted in, now I've already agreed, we already paid. It's not wasn't a selling exercise. The deal is done. The wardrobe is in and all of that. During that interaction, when the wardrobe was being built, the person kept showing us bits and pieces, how they adjusted it to suit the, the slant of our floor, to, to fit that corner and whatever, and was so proud in explaining where and was very keen to say, well, this is the standard thing. Are you happy with that? Do you want me to adjust it in any way, et cetera, et cetera? It just showed in the way the person was talking how much they liked the work and how much they tailoring it. And they want you to be happy in the end, not just make the sale, get the money. And in that conversation, the person ended up saying, oh, oh and I said, oh, what did you work on last week? You've been doing what? Oh, no, no, I fit it in this kitchen. And this kitchen was, oh, I tell you what, there was this bit of it. It was so complicated. And we had to design a special X, Y, and Z to, to do that. Again, it said that. And then did flooring somewhere else. So to me, that comes through. That person is very happy doing what they're doing. I feel good because he explained to me and I know exactly what he's done and, and all of that. I'm happy to think this person is not just doing a job and doesn't care. I've done it. I've put it in. It's manufactured and 
done. In, in that way, it's how they talk about their job while they're doing it, while they're talking to someone else about it, just like we said before, it will come through and it would help you build relationships and business anywhere. It's about where you focus. You want to be passionate and happy and, and forward thinking about your work. You're thinking not so much always about the doing, but about the results. And you can talk about those. So we've talked about people who are comfortable talking about their passion, but what will kill that in any organisation, big or small, is if the reaction they get is the stone wall or it's, you know, don't talk to me about that again because I've got to do this boring thing. And yeah. that's you focusing on the doing, not the result of what you're doing. And so what we, we need to not be the stone wall, not say to people, you don't, yeah, it's all very well for you to be happy, but you're not in my position. You can't see what it's like to have to read 500 reports every week. It's about if that's not satisfying you and that's and you can't see what the result is, you can't see the reason for it, question it. We have a very famous anecdote from our government days, a report that had to go in once a month to Canberra, which was our head office. It took a long time to put this report together. After about a long time, 10 months probably, of doing this report, I thought, I never see the result of this. And so I asked the people in Canberra, what happens to the report when you get it? And they said, oh, we file it. And I said, well, but what happens to it? You know, what happens to the information? Oh, it's, we just keep it. And so the next month I didn't send it in. And I didn't send it for four or five months before someone finally said, are you going to send that report? And I said, no. I said, not unless you tell me that it's being used. It's a waste of resources for me to put that report there if it's not being used for anything. I'm happy to do it if it's going to be used for something. But if yeah. it's just going to be in a cupboard for seven years before it's shredded, I'm not going to do it. And there was yeah. never any question. You know, there was never any comeback. Yeah. Uh, had they said, yes, we, we want you to do it because we're thinking about using it for something, well, I would have continued to do it but I would have minimised the resources that I put towards it. The government sector was good for me for 10 years and after that I needed to move on. But I knew that. That said, I knew that and I knew when I started that 10 years was going to be my absolute limit. And it was to within three days. So that was another thing that I, I thought about while we were talking is that we both worked in a real bureaucracy, a Commonwealth government bureaucracy massive at the time at the time we were probably happy with some of the things that we did internally for the people that were there the results that we got but increasingly as we look back on that time we can be very much more proud of the time we spent there because of what we learned in that yep. time because yep. of the skills that we developed in that time so don't if, even if you're in a position now where you think this is not working for me, this is boring, this is the, uh, I'm getting nowhere. Don't think that you're not learning anything because at the very least you're learning what doesn't work for you. So true. I think we're done with passion and happiness and, and ideas for this session. So for now, I'm Kim Bailey. She's Pauliana Osborne and this is Inside Exec.